Good morning, Colorado Springs. Woo, it's gonna be a great week, isn't it? Welcome back to the Colorado Springs Business Podcast. My name is Andrew Hasley, and I am the host of the show. And you know, this is a show where we really just sit down with business owners in Colorado Springs and entrepreneurs in Colorado Springs doing things in Colorado Springs. This episode is a pretty good one. It's with my friend Jeff Sprott and uh, he runs a solar company. He's actually a sponsor of this show as well. And we're gonna get right into the sponsorships because I like to jump into them right at the beginning and um, you know, really show them love for supporting the podcast. Our sponsor for this episode is Alpha Elite Plumbing and Heat. They run a plumbing and heat company here in Colorado Springs and Diego Lujan, the owner of Alpha Elite Plumbing and Heat is actually on this show a few weeks back. So if you wanna go check out that episode, you can to get to know him a little better and find out a little more about uh, how he runs his business and what he does and uh, it's uh, pretty, pretty uh, awesome. I, I really uh, appreciate his company and the services he provides for Colorado Springs. So you can find out more about Alpha Elite Plumbing and Heat at alphaeliteplumbing.com. This is a weekly show where I interview business owners and entrepreneurs from Colorado Springs in Colorado Springs doing things in the community of Colorado Springs. I'm here with my friend Jeff Sprott and he runs a solar exterior company. And we recent actually, recently actually just did a, a, a video together because I run a video production company. And, you know, the, the, the gist of this podcast is just to talk about business, talk about business in Colorado Springs, talk about your business, some, some crazy things you've, you've been through with starting your business, experiences. And what's cool is you guys could check out his vis- video business card that we just created so you can really, really capture that, that story of how we started this business. It's uh, Red Oak Exteriors. Go check it out. Let's let's get down to business, man. So so how's it going? <laughs> it's going good, man. Can't complain. It's it's 2020 now. It's 2020. Yeah, Batman yeah, yeah, Beyond yeah. is here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, man. It's it's crazy how time has passed since I was a baby. <laughs> like I remember talking to my brothers and sisters, saying like, "Oh, we're gonna be." We're never going to be that old, and now we're getting that old. <laughs> you know, my lady was commenting about. Uh, uh, she was like, "Oh yeah, you're you're going to need to make sure you put 2020 for the actual date, because yeah. then you could someone could put on 2016, 2017. Interesting, so for like yeah. agreements, contracts, things that you know that need to be dated correctly." And I was yeah. thinking, that sounds that makes perfect sense actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm, they I'm do, OCD they do. when it comes to that, uh-huh. so I already put out all four of the numbers. <laughs> so for some reason, there's something in my brain, like I have to write out all four. Right, the whole thing. Absolutely. <laughs> so I, I thought that was just interesting. That is interesting. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you did put 2020. Yeah. So. It reminds me of that Eminem song. He says, uh, it's already 120. You owe me my lunch money. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, let's get, let's, let's talk about uh, Red Oak Exteriors and, and how, what do, what do you plan for 2020? Let's stay on the subject of 2020. What what is your big goals for this year? We want to focus on solar. I mean, that's that's the the wave of the future. It's the wave of the present. It's yeah. a lot of people that have already gone gone that route. Um, uh, you know, the intent behind uh, Red Oak was, you know, uh, I was uh, I started in storm chasing, so doing the hail stuff. So I was the guy who came to the you know wherever the bad city was. Yeah. They got blasted. It was Scottsdale, Arizona, Chicago. Um, you know, St. Louis, Oklahoma City. So we come in there and we partner with the local company and then uh, we would do the repairs um, and then uh, peace out, go to the next storm. Um, but 
we did that here in 2016, but we wanted to stay. So the idea is we're not, I don't want to chase anymore. I don't have to run to that storm. Yeah. Um, so of course that is our bread and butter, um, uh, doing the hail restoration, but we don't want to be dependent on a storm. So now it is, uh, focusing on solar, selling more jobs, yeah. we're selling and installing more systems. Um, there's just so much technology out there and there's so many different options. So, uh, honing in on, uh, uh, you know, we're going to focus on an American-made panel, which is Silfab. So, okay. um, and then uh, in-phase inverters. So, uh, we want that uh, local kind of feel. Say we are, you know, getting uh, American-made products. Yeah. And uh, you know, in Colorado Springs, loves local. Absolutely, <laughs> we do. We have our military base here. Mm -hmm. You know, all kinds of you know people that come from all around the country and their families and. Um, it is, uh, you know, very patriotic. So, For sure. um, we want to, want to show that we, we actually want to use some American made products, yeah, yeah. not all about the bottom line. Yeah. So, time, so, you know, so with, uh, other solar companies, do they typically outsource, uh, to like, like what is, what is, uh, Elon's Musk company? use some um, they use uh various panels uh ultimately they're all they all do basically the same thing mm -hmm. it's a you know it's either 60 cell or 72 cell 60 is typically residential 72 is typically uh commercial um and then the wattages vary and the efficiency mm -hmm. vary um within those panels but uh um i don't i'm not sure exactly what yeah. panel they use um but they use a lot of the same microinverters, either through AP systems or um, uh, uh, in phase. So it's it's essentially the same exact equipment, the same thing that's going on. Yeah, it's just a different company um, that's doing um, different doing casings. Work. You know, um, yeah, they they have some uh, you know uh, critter guards and and wind guards and stuff like that 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 we can put on as well. Nice. And it's it's you know. Um, Nice, clean, but that's usually built into the when um, it, a lot higher price. You know, when it comes to the hell, how does solar panels last? Everyone um, would think that they just get shattered. No, right? no, no. It's not just like glass. You know, it's not. It's, it's got a tempered texture to it, um, to where it it really is very strong. Um, I'll put it to you this way: if your hail hail panels are getting damaged. Um, if your solar panels are getting damaged from hail, you have big problems. Your okay. uh, major claim you're going to have to file with your home. You mean by big yeah. problems, your your hail is massive. It's, you, it's, you've had a lot of damage. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would say there was a uh, there's an installation up in Boulder with like three thousand. It's a commercial installation of three thousand panels, and they had a golf ball size hail that came through and hit all those panels. And out of the three thousand panels, they only had like one panel busted. Out of all of them, and okay. they have a golf ball size hail. Now I know we've had some bigger hail, like softball size and stuff here, but even though it seems so frequent, that's pretty rare. Interesting. Um, the big I think there's a misconception going on right now. Yeah. Like people would think that they just bust, kind of like how when iPhones or when smartphones first came out, people were scared of the touch technology is not going to work as well. Yeah, I mean, I need my buttons, but like it's just it's just with any tech or any anything. Like I think it's a misconception because in my mind, I always thought that they were just so vulnerable. And, and they're really not. That's an easy misconception. Another example I can say is when the storms hit uh, like Fountain twice in 2018, um, we did uh, about a dozen different detach and reset, DNR meaning um, they had solar already and a roof had to get to was totaled. So we had to take the solar system down, 
do the roof and then put the solar system back mm -hmm. up. Uh, but out of those, the worst one was a 21 panel system Four of the panels were broken. Um, and all the other ones, a lot of them, the panels weren't broken. Um, I think there were four different systems that had broken panels. Uh, but like I said, that was four out of 21. Then there was one out of like 16 panels, one out of, you know, uh, 18. How much panels. does that cost? Um, it typically, it just depends because, um, they don't make solar panels forever and ever. So if the system's like five years old, uh, yeah, then dated. usually they're not making that model anymore. Mm -hmm. So we do have uh, sources that we can go to. It's uh, uh, kind of like eBay. Five years, just that? Like That's crazy. <laughs> they, you know, they're, they're, well, the new technology is coming out all the time. Oh, yeah. So and solar is getting way better. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're getting more efficient. So they don't make that same model all the time. Um, mm -hmm. And due to like permits and stuff like that, they they definitely want us to stick with the same exact panel. So sometimes it takes a little while to source those panels, and sometimes they're so with the warranty. You know, uh, if you have a twenty five year warranty on your panels, do you get the updated one? Um, so typically the warranties are for production, um, not any type of like act of God situation. So hail, wind, oh, and lightning. Okay. That's why you That's know, and I get that question about their roof too. A homeowner's like, Hey, my, my roof's only, you know, two years old. Is, is this, you know, valid for a warranty claim? And unfortunately, no, it's, it's in the legal, mm. um, documents in, you know, with any manufacturer out there. Um, so that's even, another misconception. Yes. <laughs> even, even the stuff they say, like the class four hail, hail proof. Um, mm -hmm. I can't remember the. The website, it was one of the shingle manufacturers and it was class four shingles. So it's rated for up to 1.75 inch hail. And their logo was on there was nothing is hail proof. And it had a fist, like an image going through a roof, basically meaning like there's nothing that's completely hail proof. Like mm -hmm. if you get big enough hail, it's going to destroy anything. So they got to put that rider in there, that disclosure to say, hey, you know, um, and we had, uh, um, actually, the the roof on our house is class four impact resistant, and it got totaled again too because the hail was so big wow. um, that it still you know totaled the roof out. Um, so uh, yeah, there's some misconceptions there, <laughs> yeah. um, but people are worried that like any hail is going to come and just destroy all your panels. Like if you have hail that's damaging your solar panels at all, you have a major claim on your hands. You're probably going to have busted windows, your gutters are torched, your your uh, fence needs to be you know stained and sanded and all that stuff. So. Um, yeah, they're, they're pretty darn tough, those solar panels. So, that's good. um, that's not, you know, I always say spend the extra $150 cause that's about what it costs a year. So typically homeowners insurance are going to pay anywhere from like, you know, 1300 to $1,600 a year for their policy. Mm -hmm. Um, spend the extra 150. So instead of paying, you know, 1500, you'll pay 1650. Tell your insurance carrier, Hey, okay. I do have a solar system up there. So, um, you know, it's peace of mind. Um, in case we did yeah. have something that blew living out here in Colorado Springs, yeah. there's a lot of hell. <laughs> if you had like one panel that was busted, we would typically charge about 600 bucks. So depending on the, on the panel, because mm -hmm. the panel is going to cost us $300. Then we have to get it shipped to us and it's specialty shipping, yeah. <laughs> especially just for one panel because they, they ship it in, in these 18 wheelers across the country to us. So, and so we're really not making a big yeah. profit. And then you got to get on a roof. A lot of people who do, do roofing stuff, I think they, they forget that there's a big portion of the population that won't get on a roof. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you're putting your life at risk. I, I've read somewhere that, that, that that's one of the most riskiest, riskiest jobs is being a roofer. Like, I think it was like top three. And I don't, I don't know statistics, but I've like, never fallen off the roof. <laughs> but there was one time, man, it was so close. It was up in Minnesota. It was like, it was on a cedar shake roof. 
at uh, the adjustment I think was in between eight to nine. So it was still in the morning. There's a little bit of a dew on it. And I went to step up on it and my feet just slipped. Ooh, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. Yeah. And I grabbed, I held myself on a pipe jack. I just grabbed myself and was like, okay. (laughs) My feet were just starting to dangle off the roof. Did you have crew with you? Oh, it was just meet with an insurance adjuster. So they had hail damage. So we meet with the insurance adjuster a lot. And we're just meeting with them. And I'm like, I'm not not walking on this anymore. I'm good. I'm good. So got to be be careful. So I tell my guys, I'm like, look, if you have any doubt at all, you're worried at all just don't get on it's fine just don't get on and we mm-hmm. can you know we can uh we have other ways to inspect the roof so nice mm-hmm. one thing i like about you is while i was setting up these cameras i heard you on the phone and you were talking to someone you were you were letting them know like it's not just about making more money for us it's about making sure that you're making the best option and, and you said something that really like i never even thought about like you could save energy by just insulating your roof a little more mm-hmm. are there any more things that you could you could uh you can disclose. Well, okay. So we're like, you know, you're a small business. Um, we're, we've, we found success in, in a lot of the things that we do and we do a lot. So it's solar roofing, siding windows. There's a lot that we do. Um, but we don't necessarily, we don't want to just throw the biggest solar system at people. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of companies will just say, Hey, you know, you need a $40,000 solar system. That's it. They don't even think about looking at your attic insulation. Where are you losing heat? Looking at your furnace, looking at your AC, looking at your windows, your doors, are they sealed properly? Looking at your, you know, um, your AC ducts to make sure yeah. you're not losing. They say up to like 40% of your energy can be lost um, in the summertime whenever your AC is blowing and you just have little cracks in your ducts. Well, so um, this is uh, the direction that we want to take the company. And that is, you know, so you maybe not need that. Pure efficiency. Yeah, more efficiency <laughs> with your home. And that goes back to the homeowner and taking care of them. And we're not just trying to make a quick exchange and see you later call me if anything breaks no we want to you know have that standing relationship with people so instead of a forty thousand dollar system they may only need a thirty thousand dollar solar system but they need you know three thousand dollars in attic insulation or Mm -hmm. you know we need to seal off their decks or seal their windows and doors um led light bulbs uh you know uh, a smart thermostat um you know, all those kinds of things can go a lot further than just what's what's interesting is I bet a lot of people out there have recycled bins, have all this stuff to save energy and save save the planet, and they're not even thinking about the energy that they could be saving with their house. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, we just want to be more, you know, uh, thinking from a bigger picture um, and really looking out for the homeowner. So that's that's uh, our that's our goal. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. So do you have any crazy battle stories? That's what I like to call them. Challenges that you've had that you, you've – you could impart some knowledge on that could be useful to some people. Yeah. Um, I would say that, you know, to be honest, the 2018 storm, we were, you know, I've been in the industry for a long time that came in and I was like, you know what, we're just going to do everything for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, uh, that was a young mistake on, on my part. Uh, being um, when we have hail that was that severe, you don't just have roofing, siding, windows, gutters, but there is, you know, screens that need to get done. There's decks that need to be sanded and painted, replacing decks because the wood was damaged so bad. Um, There's, you know, HVAC issues. There is, 
you know, like a decorative, like an owl or something that they had put up there that got shredded. So um, I jumped into it saying, hey, we're going to do everything. And, and that's all there is to it. And really, that was a big mistake because it just dragged things along for, for, for so long. We made mistakes and we've learned a lot. So we've... Um, we, we whipped, that was an absolute battle. You know, uh, it was a long process, but we had a ton of customers where we said we we're going to do everything. Mm-hmm. And as of about, um, about a year ago now, we dropped off a lot of those things. So, um, we don't do screens. Uh, we don't replace decks. Um, we don't do HVAC work, uh, garage doors, a lot of those things anymore, just because, um, it, it just, it's doing the homeowner in, uh, in injustice. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe in the future we could tack on some more of those things, but we need to focus and, and get, uh, you know, more efficient in the trades that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just being honest with a homeowner. We also, when we, when we work with them and say they do have a garage door. So we have a homeowner in Pueblo where the insurance carrier didn't pay for their garage door. And, um, we help them by by chalking up, finding the damage, getting the photos, and getting it into the insurance carrier to get it approved for them. Mm-hmm. But then we referred out our trusted garage door company to them, so they're not going to pay us to do that work. We got it approved. We helped them with that, but mm-hmm. then they're going to work with that garage door company. So we have a list of so if you need a um, you know a painter or you know uh, someone to do screens, we have a trusted list that sure? you know people we've worked with. So we'll give them that information and say, hey, we can help you along with it. But you know we're not mm-hmm. going to do. We're going to focus on the things we're good at, and then this is our company. Or someone else's company. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of my worst story. We we jumped in and we're like, we're going to do everything. But yeah, then it was just. <laughs> It was just, it was so much and uh, we've learned a lot. So we've dropped off a lot of those things. For all the customers, we said we would do everything. We did everything. Mm-hmm. We get it all done. So we did what we said what we do and what we agreed to do. Uh, but going forward, we backed out of a lot of those things because it's just, you know, kind of drags things along and we just want to, you know, get really good yeah. and efficient at what we do. So For sure. And I think it also helps with branding and, and letting people, when someone knows what, they're looking for you can specialize in that you can be absolutely the best in that and so now you're just more on exteriors and just uh, uh backing out of some of those those random mm-hmm. you know trades so specifically would those would some of those be considered exteriors oh yeah so, so like screens window screens okay yeah yeah you know um we have a company that uh that we refer to that comes out has a mobile uh, screen vehicles. So they'll come out. So you don't have to go take them, um, see them in a couple weeks. They'll come and do it on site right then. So they're done typically in an afternoon. So um, for, you know, HVAC work, uh, we have- a you, don't, you don't ask for any percentage for referrals? No, not really. Um, Cause I can refer back and forth to them. Um, oh, that builds that trust. You know, that's, that's good business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And um, I don't want to have to go tit for tat. And I don't want to have to keep track and say, hey, you- gave me a referral over here or this or that. And, and honestly, like if we can be more efficient and quicker with our, with our yeah. trades and speed that's, is everything, that's all the referrals it's, we'll need for sure. And if you're constantly giving out referrals, referrals will constantly come back to you. That's karma. <laughs> it just <Yeah>. makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. Like, uh, you know, uh, well, the networking philosophy, you know, yeah. if you can help someone else with their business, then, you know, ultimately it's going to go full circle. For sure. Um, so that's... Uh, See, what's cool yeah. about the reaction video I did with you, um, when I when I share one of these reaction videos, I've noticed they get a couple hundred, couple hundred views. Mm-hmm. And that's just a couple hundred views toward your actual video business card, which is a thing that's designed to sell your your yeah. business. Yeah. And, or to build, to build your brand of your business. So that just... 
adds on to that too. So it's just like a mutual mutual thing and mm-hmm. and I think that's really cool. I was actually imagining when you were on the phone when I, when we were when I was setting everything up, I was imagining I was like what if he's on the phone with someone because I shared that video? <laughs> and like that wasn't the case, but like that would have been really really cool and I I can't wait for you to start put uh putting this video to work mm-hmm. and and see, seeing what can come of it and and I would love to do another reaction video here in five years yeah. <laughs> yeah, see the progress as things kind of step along and stuff and i know that you've been um on fire lately doing your video production and stuff mm-hmm. so um you know it's it it's just kind of slowly yeah along for you it's 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 slowly yeah but yeah. but then i realized i've started this yes almost a year ago but i was i didn't go full-time until like about four months ago Okay. So like I'm still very new, so I still gotta be humble, and I'm always be humble. But I still gotta be patient, is what I mean. <laughs> and you know, just let let things let things happen naturally, but also make sure that I'm doing the be- everything that I can be doing. Yeah. And you know, there's always room for growth. There's I could always do be doing more, and it's just you know I'm always struggling with that. I think that's one of my biggest struggles is, well, is internal. Well, we're both fans of Gary Vee, right? Yes, yes, hundred percent. And, and I love you know Gary Vee, and he's an incredible, just a persistent guy that never mm-hmm. gives up to stuff like that. You know, but but it's a battle sometimes, you know, yeah. because you know you're, it's constantly going. It, you know, you got to get up every day, so that's uh, you know there are things that keep me up at night. Or you yeah, know, last night I couldn't go to bed because I was all stressed. Like that's just honesty right there. I was stressed. Yeah. I was like, I don't, I'm, I was stressed about like financial stuff. And I was like, why is that happening? Why wasn't I feeling this two hours ago? Why, why now? <laughs> so it's just interesting. But it's uh, that, that, that's my kind of my new thing. If there's anything that I get uh, uh, forgetful or something that I needed to do, I just make it on a list put it out so I can knock it out the next day. So, the, you know, it's like sure. prioritizing mm-hmm. those, those uh, stress points you know, and yeah. just like, let's knock that out, knock that out, knock that out. And then you just feel so much better when you're, you do, you know, uh, being more efficient and there's just, you know, you're a small business owner. So there's a lot of things to do. And then the ideas, oh, yeah. the ideas you can do, they just never end. So, yeah, you know, you take your website or, you know, have and you're in video production. So and sometimes like, these ideas take four times longer than you thought they were going to take. Yeah. Like the website, when you said that, brought that up specifically, you could get so in that for like two hours and not even realize it. Absolutely. Like, oh, this is only going to be a 20 minute task. Yeah. Nope. No, <laughs> no. Then you dig into it and you realize, okay, well, we need to add to this. And we got to, okay, mm-hmm. let's stop now and, and redesign this and stuff. It's kind of funny. Oh. Kind of like when I was uh, doing a revision for, for, for your video. Like I went in there and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to add this extra text at the end. And then I was like, what else can I do? What uh-huh, else can I do? Uh-huh. <laughs> One thing leads to the next. Yeah. The next and then the next. sky replacement, you know, like, yeah. that's just, just part of it. And with Lindsay specifically on her video business card, I kept going in and tweaking the colors to make sure they were right because hers took so much color grading, like okay. just because I was trying to compensate for the sun. And okay. I, I learned to, I learned a lesson right there. Yeah. Like that was ingrained in me because when you spend eight hours doing one thing, you're like, I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> is that, is that something you want to do? I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's probably a personal goal for you mm-hmm. and your company is to have a, like a mini studio at some point. No, so for sure. Yeah. Have so it control your lighting. Well, we, well, we, her yeah. specifically was outside at, at yeah. the incline. So that was like, 
it, the reason it was the reason that even happened is because it was mainly sunny. Yeah. But there were some clouds on this side of the sky that I didn't even think about. So I'm just sitting there talking to her. We're going through the questions, going through the interview, and like I'm just letting the camera go. And I wasn't even thinking about controlling. I remember we were in the clubhouse too, and I saw that the, the sun was like beaming in. You oh, the sun! The, the, the clubhouse was perfect. And I was like, okay, like there was, was no, there, yeah. like the, the lighting was just perfect there. Okay, like you should uh, see uh, Lindsay's video business card when I release that reaction uh, tomorrow. Like so you're you're in some of the shots too. Like the okay. shots are just like so smooth and buttery. <laughs> that worked out just great. Yeah. Yes, it did. Yeah, that, that was that was that was a, it's another serendipitous thing about doing business in the same city, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That was that was pretty cool. But yeah, man, uh this is the Colorado Springs business podcast. <laughs> and we're talking about business in Colorado Springs. So how 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 has your experience been out here uh do, doing business? Um nothing short of phenomenal. I mean, it is uh, been really nice to just be part of the network community <laughs> and uh just meeting so many people out there. Um you can you find those connections mm-hmm. um, and the, the good ones it's, you know, you get busy um, and sometimes your networking might slow down, but it doesn't really matter. Cause whenever I do get back out there, it's like, I never left or For anything sure. like that. Everyone's been um, really kind, but um, anytime I need any random thing, it's, it's really as easy as just reaching out to any of these people that I network with and then just using that resource and getting in there and then they get you directed to the right person. So, yeah. um, I knew it'd only be a matter of time until I found like a, a video guy nice. to, you know, <laughs> be doing some editing and videos with, um, and yeah, just kind of, you know, staying out there and that's, we met out and about. Yeah, for sure. Was it, uh, was it Power Connectors? Front Range Power Connectors. Front range yes. power connectors. <laughs> if you're doing business here in Colorado Springs, uh-huh. you got to check out the Front Range Power Connectors. This they meet third Tuesday? Third Tuesdays every month, yeah. Yeah, third Tuesday. <laughs> That's a great group. And, For sure. Uh, just a, a lot of people that show up and, uh, you know, it's fun. Getting to yeah, I love it. All those different people. So. Have you ever done any networking before you started this business? Oh, yeah, I did uh, networking. Because you were a sales guy before you... Before. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So in Minneapolis, so um, I was part of a little BNI group that didn't, you know, it was one of those kind of struggling startup. We had seven, we got it up to like 15 and then okay. we couldn't quite get it to 20 and stuff. But, <laughs> uh, but even, you know, uh, even so just making those connections. And then I had that, that base, those people that we could, you know, really connect with. But for sure. um, as for the networking, like honestly, um, Colorado Springs, I think, is way more over the top and way uh, more inclusive. Um, See, th- that's, that's interesting. I, I would never uh-huh. know the difference because literally before February or maybe even March of this year, of 2019, last year, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know what networking was. Yeah. I had no idea. And like, I decided I wanted to start this business and then I, I started looking online of like how to get, you know, customers, how to... Uh, client acquisition and, yeah. and how to grow a business. And a lot of it had to do, I mean, a lot of it had to do with like online stuff. A lot of it had to do with this stuff. There's different ways to do it, but, mm-hmm. but networking, I never even, I knew what a chamber of commerce was because of, I read Sam Walton's autobiography. He's the guy who started Walmart. And, okay. uh, and it's actually funny. He, he was from Missouri too, where, I, where I'm from. And he went to Springfield, uh, like high school and stuff like that. So like reading the autobiography was similar to, to like where I grew up in, okay. in that, that kind of area. But he talked about when he moved, like before he went to Bentonville 
uh, Arkansas where he started Walmart, he owned, he opened like a franchise company with a business that was like failing in some random place. And like, he brought it up, got it like really popping really good. Cause he was just that good of like how to do things uh-huh. and like a good business guy. But he, he talks about the chamber of commerce and he always got in the chamber of commerce. And I know the networking events we, we, we went to like haven't been chamber of commerce, but that's kind of like the entry point I think to networking is the chamber. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Absolutely. Um, like I said, I think the networking in this town is second to none and you've definitely caught on really quick for like, you know, four months networking. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, while I was working on the construction, doing construction on the military base, even though I was working six days a week mm-hmm. from like basically like 7am to 5pm outside of that time frame. I would try to go to the networking events that I could. Okay. And then that's when I went to the first so front range pack. Six, connector. seven, six, nine months now or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> six, nine months now. And, you know, just, you know, really trying to get out in the community and starting this podcast, I think, is its own networking event that I've created for myself. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> On an individual basis, a social media networking event. And, uh, you know, just trying to make as many connections as I can. And, you know, there's something I did within the first few months that I need to start reapplying again, I think, which was actually emailing the business cards that I got. <laughs> okay. Like I haven't done that in like four, four, four months. Like, so I wait, email it. So sending them a, uh, uh, just a follow up email. Just, just a follow up. Do, do yeah. a little follow up. Even if it's not even like about doing, even if I don't even think we're going to do business, just a yeah. follow up to everyone. Absolutely. And I have like about 500 business cards. <laughs> I know they just stack up. They go, <laughs> some of my drawers are just, they're, they're stacked and it's deep. So For sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Networking is, is a, is a big part of it, I think. And you know, uh, something I've learned recently, once you've built up some networking and you've built up like, uh, uh, you know, some people on your social media that are local, mm-hmm. uh, content, content is really important, I think. And like, I'm starting to really, really get, see the benefits of that, actually, actually see the benefits that, of that. Like Gary Vaynerchuk, he says, like, once you actually get your first taste of it actually working, you, you, you actually see it and you like, you go full in all in on it. Yeah. And so like, I'm starting to get those my first taste in it. <laughs> I think so. And, and now I'm making a podcast a week and and doing all this stuff, making releasing lots of videos. I think yeah. I could be releasing more though. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm just uh, talking about business and mm-hmm. the Colorado Springs business podcast in doing business in Colorado Springs. I like <laughs> it. I like it. And yeah, man. So, what do you think has been uh, your success to uh, your growth? Um. Being persistent, um, making sure things are are moving along. Um, we do, you know, post uh, a decent amount on our social media, so mm-hmm. having some decent content on there, and that content's going to change a little bit now that I can have a little bit more tools. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, to <laughs> kind of work with, um, you know, um, just uh, finding uh, you're finding your truth you know, um, and what works. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's why I think we're moving more into that, uh, home efficiency, uh, realm because, uh, I think it's just the right thing to do. And I think that, uh, people would naturally, anybody's naturally interested in solar, they're going to want to know, you know, where they're losing that, uh, energy at. For sure. Because it's an energy thing. Yes. And that's also one thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, we talked about this a little bit off camera before, or it was on camera, but it didn't make it to the cut. Mm-hmm. Why solar? Why should someone choose solar? Well, um, because it's real simple. I mean, if you look at um, Hawaii, um, Australia, Europe, 
Um, a lot of these uh, uh, countries where the electricity is two, three times, four times the cost of what we're paying right now. It's, uh, it's only going to go up. Yeah. Um, and the cost of solar is still going down. So um, right now, uh, there's going to be a small, I think, 2.5% price hike with Colorado Springs utilities in the first quarter of 2020, uh, which isn't a huge hike, which uh, which is great. They really are a great utility company, and they're not just, it's not a for-profit. So um, they just want to provide the energy and, and try to keep it as low as, as possible. But um, even at that rate, there's also right a now, lot of wind mills everywhere too does that help um you know the the windmill uh i don't know there's been some articles about that i'm not sure exactly i don't know i wouldn't want to comment too much about mm-hmm. it but i think uh you're obviously biased too because there's a competitor <laughs> yeah and i don't mind the wind yeah. you know at all i think it, it in in the right situation uh it, it's beneficial you know because it does work with the sun or without mm-hmm. the sun you know yeah um but uh um i don't know it wind is Definitely a, uh, a a big source of energy. For sure. Um, and I think there's there are more companies that are coming out with smaller windmills and stuff like that that can be home uh, installed for residential situations. Uh, but it depends on your elevation, your mm-hmm. average wind speed, um, all that comes in. And for a residential, it just doesn't make sense unless it's like a big company that's producing the energy. And it, well, the and, and it depends just on the area because there's different regulations. So one county may say that um, you need to have it um, at least 25 feet off the ground and away from a building. Um, another, um, uh, did it, did it die on us? Yeah, but the, that's still going. Okay. Um, and I just edit it and then throw the Colorado Springs business. Oh yeah. Logo. <laughs> and then another, another County might, uh, let, let you install the little shorter windmills right on your roof line and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, again, we're getting back to, um, staying with things that we can specialize in. So if we're getting sure. the wind stuff and the solar and stuff, it just, you know, maybe someday uh, when we when we get that honed in a little bit more. But uh, it just doesn't um, seem logical right now. And there's more moving parts too. Uh, there is maintenance involved with them. Solar, it's kind of you slap it in there, one and done. Um, but I'll go back to the the cost and and why solar. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The average solar system in Colorado Springs um, is going to pay pay itself off in about twelve to you know. Uh, 14, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you go down to Pueblo, they're paying about 40% more than what customers in Colorado Springs are. They pay themselves off in lot six to eight years, just in savings alone. Okay. Um, if you go they're out paying to, 40% more in energy. Yes. Or, and so just, yeah, it's 40% more. So it pays off a lot faster. You go yeah. out to IREA out in the mountains, um, they're about uh, 30% more. Um, then uh, so it actually pays itself off a lot quicker as well. So it's only a matter of time until um, the prices will go up and solar is still going down. So um, it's just a smart it's investment. It's just going, yeah, just yeah. going right And it doesn't matter. So if you want to do, if, if, you're, if your heart's about, you know, um, being green and just doing, you know, lessening your footprint, then that's a great way to go. Or sure. if you're more about the numbers and you just want to know how you're going to save. And the faster and people goes, do it, is that's going to rack, rack up the, the price of the energy too because there's going to be less of a market for it. So it's going to like just demand, like, uh, you know, supply and demand kind of thing. Like, like the percent, like say the percentage of homes that have solar as that increases, that's going to add more demand on, on the energy and that's going to make the price go even faster, I think. Yeah. Um, I think it, uh, there's going to be a tipping point um, with where we store all this energy, um, you know. Uh, that's, I think that's been a big issue, isn't it? Hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. This, with solar, with really storage. Cool things and um, there are over in Europe where 
they actually store the water by putting them up in big uh, water storage. So like up in mountains and stuff. So all during the day, they have solar that's powering these generators mm -hmm. that's pulling, pulling water from a water reservoir from one elevation and pumping it up, up high up into the mountains. Mm -hmm. And then when the sun goes down, um, then... Oh, it's all good. Let's oh, yeah. keep it going. <laughs> and then when the sun goes down, um, then that reverses. So the gravity from the water up top powers those generators as the water goes down. And then they can use that energy at night. Um, they have these big, huge water uh, or big uh, weights that spin too. Mm -hmm. They're about the size of a car. Um, those will spin up all during the day, going faster and faster and faster with solar. And when the sun goes down, the weight, the centrifugal force of it will just keep on going. And then that produces energy while the sun goes down so um, compressed air i think was one way of storage i seen recently on uh, uh, like a youtube video but it was like they're they were using the energy to compress the air and you can store that compressed air and uh -huh. that can turn back into energy exactly yeah. so and you, there's a you know a bunch of different ways to skin a cat you know yeah <laughs> and, uh, you know but storing that energy so like oh, if, if tomorrow everybody in colorado springs had solar well, it's going to put a big, big pressure on the current utility company. That's why they have limits on like how much. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, it will stress out their lines. It could cause blowouts, and it's dangerous too. That's why they have those emergency shutoffs. Uh, it's dangerous, but it was interesting. Can't 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 your solar eventually start paying you? Like when you're putting energy back into the grid? Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It depends on your net metering agreement. But Colorado Springs is a great networking uh, net uh, metering agreement where. Uh, whatever you buy it for is the same that you sell it back to them for. So it's called a one for one. So it's the same price nice. that you buy it and sell it for. And then they allow you to stack those kilowatt hours um, in your account. So if you produce more in the summertime and then you need it in the wintertime, uh, when you're getting into those. You're uh, basically turning ones, yourself into a solar farmer. Um, yeah, yeah <laughs> uh, someone. So they allow you to keep those credits. And then instead of you paying a bill in the wintertime, you don't. You're just, you're just using the credits you built up in the summertime. So. Nice. Do you know the percentage of, of how many people in Colorado Springs have solar? Um, no, not exactly, but I'm sure it's low. I'm sure mm -hmm. it's at, you know, 2% or something like that or less. It's, it's low yeah. as in like the whole population, but do you think it's low like as in like others compared to other cities? Um, I'm sure it's low compared to like California, which mandated. So oh, really? I didn't know that. Construction in California has to have solar. Interesting. Um, and it's definitely low compared to like Hawaii. Um, yeah. Um, so it just kind of depends on the area. Um, mm -hmm. Texas. Is so you're saying it's not a leader in the cities of solar? Um, I wouldn't say it's a leader for the you know for the per capita per home mm -hmm. um, solar panels, but uh, either way it. it Makes sense. That's why you see your neighbors yeah, yeah. going solar yeah, yeah. and stuff now, and because you know the the payment was probably a little bit more than what they're paying now. So basically, you see all these ads, right? They're like free solar. Your your utility company will now pay you to go mm -hmm. solar. It's all pretty pretty misleading. I mean, you get sure. twenty percent federal tax rebate depending on your area. So uh, Colorado Springs utility does have a rebate. It's about twenty five cents a watt. Um, so. They will pay you six to eight weeks a rebate on that. Um, but basically, instead of, say, if your bill is $100 a month, typically you're going to finance your system. And then it's going to be you know, $100 to $120 a month. At least that payment's locked in now. Um, mm -hmm. So your payment to your utility company would be virtually zero. Uh, but then you're still making that payment to, to pay off your solar system. So, um, so it's yeah. just like swapping out your payments. 
basically, <laughs> and locking it in too. So <laughs> yeah. as it, you know, five, sure. five, 10, 15 years later, as that price of the kilowatt per hour goes up, your price is going to be the same. It's locked in. So you're like, you, what you're saying is they should just go through Red Oak exteriors. <laughs> might as well. You know, <laughs> might as well. Run the numbers first. So we take a look at everything <laughs> and see what's right for you. Yeah. I got you. Mm-hmm. I got one more question and we sure. can wrap this up. It's the, it's probably going to be the best question, I think. Okay. And it's, I, I just came up with it too, like about while we were having this conversation and it's take, take you back to the first month of starting business here. What is, what does that look like for you? The first month of starting business. Well, uh, that's, let's see, it was one of those, one of our first jobs. I think the first main job that we did was a smart LP. So a uh, hardwood siding project. Okay. Oh, oh well, going back, like I said, we make mistakes, but <laughs> hey, if we do something wrong, we're going to take care of it. That's the bottom line um, uh, to tell this story. Uh, but it wasn't anything. It, it was very happy at the end of the day, and the mm-hmm. homeowners absolutely love us. Uh, but basically, we took their Masonite siding off. We're going to put Smart LP up, but the current installer that we used um, – told us he knew what he was doing, but he did not know what he was doing. So what he did is um, LP will expand in the first six months once you buy it from the supply house. So it'll, it'll you know, it's like a, a compressed uh, wood product. Uh, they they um, basically glue it starts like an inch and a quarter, and then it ends up being like three eighths of an mm-hmm. inch uh, thick, but it'll expand. So what the installer does, he butted it right up next to each other, the end pieces, and immediately it started to expand. And so those, those boards start bowing out like this. Okay. And so, um, my, you know, we, we caught it. The homeowner said, Hey, that didn't look right. And of course I went over and said, this is not right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I ended up having to let that guy go. And we brought on another cider, which we work with, uh, to this day. Good. And we started all the way over. So we literally had to take the entire house down, the whole thing down, start back over. So it costs you it, yeah, it, it, cost, it cost us a, a lot of money. Um, double labor basically is what we we paid, uh, but it needs a three sixteenths uh, inch. How do you protect uh, yourself yeah. from from when that happens? I mean, there, in that case, there wasn't really much we can do. We mm-hmm. just want to do right by the homeowner, make sure it's done right. One hundred percent. We want it done by spec. We want LP yeah. to be able to come out, look at that, and go, "This thing's done to spec. Our warranty's good. Their warranty's good." And, and so it's more exactly preventative stuff. You know, have screenings before you hire someone. <laughs> or- yeah, no, and it, it, it's just a difference because he, the guy, knew how to install James Hardy, but James Hardy doesn't expand. So it's it's it doesn't expand. So you can butt it right up next uh, to each other. So it's, it's not like does. you could like. Yeah. I mean, you could be mad at him, but what's yeah. that going to do? <laughs> so, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we start, we took it all the way down and we started back over and we redid everything. No extra cost to the homeowner or anything like that. And they know it was done to spec um, and it was done right. And they, you know, the, we got Christmas cards and a great review from them and, and they're still, you know, in our corner to this day. So, yeah. uh, I mean, that's, it's not what, you know, what are you going to do, you know, uh, when a problem hits, it's, you know, how are you going to take care of that? How quickly can you get it For taken sure. care of and acknowledge it? Uh, not try to just 
hide away and think it'll go away. Mm -hmm. You know, mistakes will happen. This is construction. It will. Mm -hmm. Uh, But how do you react and how do you take care of that customer when it does happen? So that was the first month. And that was like one of our first jobs, uh, but it's it's gorgeous now, and and you know, we stand behind our product. That's why we offer a lifetime warranty. We really do with all of our labor. So if there's any issue, if we install a gutter and it falls off in two years, well, then we're going to come back and we're going to fix that for you and get it back up. Now, mm-hmm. um, very rare when something like that would happen. It, but. It, that's if it just falls off, like yeah, without nature intervening. Yeah, there was, and it's to protect against our workmanship. So if there was some type of issue, then you know we're going to stand behind our work for so. sure. Well, Jeff, this has been a great episode. I think I'm I'm excited to to get it out there. And yeah, I guess that wraps it up. This has been the Colorado Springs Business Podcast with here with Jeff Sprott with Red Oak Exteriors. You guys know what to do if you need any exteriors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, that's all up to you. That's 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 if you dig the guy. <laughs> well, I'm honest, you know. Customer, we'll definitely take care of that. But uh, like I said, we, we strip down things. Yeah. So we're a lot more efficient and, uh, you know, uh, focus on our things. But you can reach us, call us or text us at uh, 719-644-6960. You can reach us at our website, redoakexteriors.com, um, and all of our social media at Red Oak Exteriors. You know, it's funny. I looked at the camera. I know it was off. And so like we were both just yeah. like talking to the camera. Even yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys on the next episode. So that's all for this episode of the Colorado Springs Business Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. Make sure that you subscribe and comment and rate because that really helps us out. And I just really like hearing uh, what you guys have to say about the show. Let me know if you know a business owner or entrepreneur in Colorado Springs that would be a good fit for this show and we can work on making that happen, getting them on the show and letting Colorado Springs know who the people are that are running the businesses here in this city.